a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Footy Talk, Geno's edition. Michael Chambers from the Sydney Morning Herald. What have we got coming up? What's happening up north? Jason Taumalolo out of the captaincy. I don't, something's happening. Something's happening. Brent Reid from News Corp. Yeah, you're going to talk about some of the celebrities we've met, some big names amongst them. Oh, it's mm. an honour. Here we go. Footy Talk, Geno's edition. Back for another week. Brent Reid. Back from holidays, I saw. Sunday no, Telegraph. Thursday. I'm back Thursday. Hang on a minute. It was an old interview. I'd done it a while ago. Oh, Actually, okay. I interviewed him a couple of Sundays ago. Benji, Benji. we're talking about. It was yeah. before the Nofaluma stuff. I had to get back onto him. Yeah. Because I said, mate, it looks a bit silly if we don't mention Dave Nofaluma. So I had to have a quick chat with him about that. And You're doing the work of Michael Chamis, like working on your holidays. Yeah. yeah but I was, re- I was reading that, Reedy, though, and I felt like it was. Hold in, on, you're going to bag me? Or? Well, it was in chronological order. So <laughs> really, now I, I feel like it was all an illusion. What's that? So Dave Nofaluma question was in the middle of your Q&A. Oh, So okay. it wasn't really in the middle of your no, Q&A, I had to plug it? it in. I had to plug it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's called journalism. <laughs> so it wasn't, right so it, wasn't a, it wasn't a reflection of the interview then? Well, yeah, it was just for the little edition, okay. a late edition. Well, I think it's one should, question. I think you should have put that note at the bottom. Don't you think it would have looked a bit silly? I agree with you. Maybe you should have disclosed that at the bottom. Okay. Disclose it. Anyway, that was a good chat. He's a good fellow, Benj. I like him. <laughs> Chami, you've got no idea what's on this rundown because you could, you, with group chat yesterday, we kicked around ideas and you contributed zero, less than zero, well, if that's possible. Mate? What were you doing? What were you I doing? I was a busy man. I had to, you know, had weddings, things like that. Oh, weddings. Oh, well, they're no. just part of the not old. yours. No, my <laughs> cousin, my cousin Joey got married on the weekend. Had some things, and yesterday had some. Yeah, your cousin Joey. Sounds like a movie. Doesn't my cousin Joey? <laughs> Who's got a cousin Vinny by any chance? Can I interrupt or? quickly? Yeah. He said he was busy. It's my wife's birthday, and I'm here today. So happy birthday, Coles. Well, well, well done. Well. I'm sure she's yeah. listening. Yeah, she will. Big fan <laughs> of the podcast. Massive yeah. problem well, in on. your relationship she, if she, she is She prefers listening. it when I'm not on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, she'd be happy you're not with her today. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, yeah. okay. Now, gents, uh, we, we do have some talking points. Absolute talking points. Cowboys, they, they dropped into the news cycle mm. last week. So, Jason Taumalolo. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa. We're yeah. not starting with Tigers? No. <laughs> Tiger-free zone, mate. We're going to try and get through without this Tigers. This is not footy talk without starting with the Tigers. <laughs> well, exactly. Is it Cowboys? Is it, dragons? Is is it, it dragons? written in your contract, contractually obliged to start every podcast with well, at least a mention of the Tigers or Dragons? Yeah, this is. we did start with the Tigers, Benji. Good nah, work, actually. Yeah. We, we did stick to the contract. <laughs> Keep going. Cowboys. Cowboys. So, yeah, uh, Jason Tamalolo and Chad Townsend out as captains. Tommy Dearden in. Ruben Cotter in. Looks okay to me. Makes sense future players potentially there for the next decade or the best part of, whereas the other guys are towards the end of their career with all due respect to them. Is there greater issue, issues at play here though? Uh, the interesting one for me is Tom Lalo. He's got four years left on his deal up there, mm. that big deal he signed years ago. Uh, well, this year included, he's got three after this, so four, four years left on it. And he's been sort of the bedrock of that team for a long time now. So you know, we've all heard the whispers that he and Todd Payton aren't exactly on the same page and, you know, there's been some – sort of ructions up there over the relationship. They insisted strong, but when you see that decision to take the captaincy off him, it surprised me. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised by making Ruben or Tommy captains, Mm. but I'm surprised they took it off Jason in the process because he's just been such a monumental figure up there for so long. And he's got, as I said, three more years after this year left in that contract. He hasn't been afraid to make the tough decisions around Tamalolo, has he? Like, what, that first press conference when he began as Cowboys coach when – he basically called him out and didn't play him big minutes and 
Well, he was the first one to bench him because he was an 80-minute player. Yeah. And he was making all these yards and he was the fantasy yeah. team dreamboat, basically, because yes. he was a, just a meter eater. But Peyton saw another role for him. Yeah. And has there been a feeling of unease ever since that point? Oh, definitely. And I think there have been some feelers put out there with other clubs to see if they'd have a little nibble at Jason Taumalolo. Now, I think some people have, have balked at that because of the price tag. But to be honest with you, I'm not saying Jason Taumalolo will leave, but if mm. this did go down a path where he actually looks at other opportunities, I don't know if he's on all that much compared to the modern day. He's never on a million in that contract. I think it peaks at 950. Okay, let's just say. And there's no ratchets the, as I understand it. If there's so. no ratchet, and let's say for argument's sake, he's on 950 at the moment. I'm not saying you'd pay him 950 all out, but. Which club, Mick? Logical, no, I'm just is saying, is Jason Tamalolo not worth somewhere in the sevens when you consider how much some of the other guys but are getting paid but I'm at the you, moment? Is there a logical club for him? Oh, well, I don't want to. Look, yes, you do. obviously. You, we know you do. No, because you're going to go to the show, we talked the about the club. What are you saying? No, because everyone's, well, the, the, the struggling clubs are after good front rowers, someone okay. like a Dragons Bulldogs. or a Bulldogs. Yeah. Be, yeah, but I'm not, I don't want to start the, a rumour mill now because I'm not saying that Jason Tamalolo is looking. All I'm saying, value for money right now, okay, he's on 950. I don't think he'd be a bad buy at 750, 800 for someone. Yeah. I know that sounds like a lot of money, but when you put it into context, some of the other front rowers and what they're getting well, paid. On your spreadsheet from last week, <laughs> yes. if you weren't listening to last week, uh, <laughs> Chammy on his spreadsheet, mm, it's, mm. I think it's his screensaver, not a shot of his kids <laughs> and wife. It's the salary cap breakdown of players ranked, yeah. you know, 16 to 20 front rowers, yeah. the rankings of players, and yeah. he falls into that bracket somewhere, pretty high up the scale, but yeah. he's still a quality player. I reckon he'd player. be a great pickup for the dogs because they're desperately short of middles. Mm. I think it'd be a great pickup for the Dragons, and the Dragons need a kill. Yeah. So and, I and, think and for either those clubs. squeezed, really, with, with Helam Lukey, they're trying to keep yeah. as well. He's got a player option. I think they're trying to extend him. I think the well, Ruben's the big one. Ruben Cotter's the big one because he's on a deal that he signed years ago when he had multiple shoulder recos, and they re-signed – I think it was a shoulder – and they re-signed him, put him on a long-term deal. I don't think it ever pays him over four fifty. Mm-hmm. And he needs a massive upgrade. Like he's an eight hundred thousand dollar player, Ruben Cotter. Yeah. So yeah, they they can they are feeling the squeeze. We saw they felt the squeeze with Tommy when they were trying to re-sign Tommy, and clubs were coming in for Tommy Dearden. Well, I think that you, deal goes over a million dollars towards the end, Tommy Dearden. From what I'm under, what I understand, it wouldn't the surprise so that's me. A lot of money long term. Drinkwater's on good money now. Holmes is on big money. Yep. There are some players there that they oh. got the young back rower who everyone wanted a piece of. Yeah, well, um, they still do. The Dragons are chasing yep. him as well. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they start to feel the squeeze, especially if they don't start the year strong. And all I'm saying, I'm not saying he's looking out for a job or looking out for another contract or anyone's after him, but value for money, I don't think paying him seven fifty eight hundred is is a bad move from a club. If I'm Shane Flanagan, I'm asking the question because they need a kill. They've yeah. needed one for a while now. They haven't landed mm. one. But I, I would ask the question of the Cowboys. Dean Young has obviously got a good, rela- good relationships up there. Mm. Uh, would know, you know, pe- people in the club well, knows Jason Tomalello well. I'm asking the question. Tell you one thing is certain. Reedy, your wife is more likely to listen to this podcast than Jason Tamalolo because he doesn't talk, does he? He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't speak to the media. He doesn't have anything to do with the media. He's the only player in my time when I was working for Code Sports for a couple of years, so I did the odd rugby league thing. He's the only player I got told, no, nah, he doesn't speak really? to anyone as a, on a one-on-one basis. If he gets put up for a press conference, he does it because that's the obligations yeah. under yeah. The, the whatever they have that deal with the, the media and the NRL. Yeah. But he, he doesn't do it. So you won't hear boo out of him. And I don't know if you hear much out of his, his camp. I'm not sure. But 
does make sense. Was if, there a reason they gave you that he didn't talk? I, just, I think he got burned back in the day and yeah. just didn't yeah. want to talk. So that's fair enough. It's his prerogative. He doesn't yeah. have to. So yeah. whatever. Maybe, maybe he didn't like you. And the writing's on the wall for Chad Quite Downs, possibly. obviously. <laughs> Chad's only got a year left in that big money deal. I think yeah. he'll be gone at the end of the year. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, especially when you invest so heavily in Tom Deard and he becomes yeah. your man, doesn't he? Yeah. You, you would imagine up there that their pre-season wouldn't have been an, an entirely enjoyable experience for the players given how things went last year, how they started off the back of what was the season before, a yeah. really successful one, and they just didn't aim up. There were some weird performances, and then they got on a bit of a run and then they fell away again. But is there any kind of pressure on the coach or is is the memory of two years ago still relevant? I think they, they sort of showed signs towards the end of the year of the team they're capable of being. I think they went under the radar in terms of scrutiny because of the other high-profile clubs who really underperformed, South Sydney. The Roosters came good the last month of the season to scrape into the eight. Parramatta underperformed. I think they did esca You're escape. You're three stories a week on the Tigers. Well, that's right. Well, they, they didn't underperform. They just performed, <laughs> or if that. But, yeah, I, I think this year will be different, though. If they don't play to their potential and we know the, the roster they have, they're capable of playing good football, then, yeah, the heat does fall on. On Todd I reckon they were one of the big, big, big disappointments last year. Mm. I remember after the um, after 2022, I was on radio saying I thought they should have been, along with Penrith, the preseason favourites to win the comp. His phone's ringing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's that? Is that a code name for someone? That is it's a just, code name for just, sure. It's just a mate of mine, mate. <laughs> it's a code Zub. name for sure. Um, Zub's ringing. <laughs> so for me, they were one of the really, Zub. they were one of the real, real disappointments. And I think Toddy's got to be under pressure yeah. because I think that squad given what they did in 22, I think that squad needs to be in the eight. It needs mm. to be fighting for premierships. Yeah. They showed the capable of it. So I think Todd's under immense pressure going into this year. Which gets us to a talking point about what club, in a general sense, which club struggles to get most attention from the Sydney media? The Sydney media is Are where most of the media is. Are you saying pressure or least attention? Because well, I think there's a difference one, there. Subtle, I reckon there's they're a one subtle the difference. Because the attention – leads to scrutiny and pressure, if you know what I mean. In, attention is in things aren't going that well. They're not on the back page as much as another club would be if the same thing was happening. You're going to feed into the paranoia of all these fans who criticise journos for only writing about their team because they generate clickbait. I'm looking at you, Tigers fans. But I, I think there are, from my experience, Reedy, and I don't mm. know if you, if you felt the same, boys, but I think in terms of cut through in Sydney, I think Manly... Pranala are probably the lesser of the two. Penrith to a certain degree for a very long period of time. But how mm. can you say Manly uh, after what happened with Des? There's no pressure there. There's intense pressure. At oh, there's I'm talking about. I'm talking about what generates interest among your readers. What? Mm. Ge what? Because you know now, it's not like the old days where you plonk a story in the paper and you go, "Oh, that that pretty much worked," and it's at the beck and call of the editor. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got data minute by minute mm -hmm. about what people are reading and for how long. It, it actually Cam comes through as a report. Canberra. Yeah, Sydney. Are you asking about Sydney clubs or out of yeah, Sydney well, clubs? Yeah, well, because the reason I ask is that the majority of rugby league journalists are based in Sydney. There's yeah. a few in Brisbane, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple up in North Queensland. There's yeah. a couple scattered around the place. But by and large, I would say 75% of rugby league journals are based in Sydney. Yeah. So that's where a lot of the stories are generating. So what I'm saying to you guys is what club – can get work. away with three losses in a row in better Sydney. than no all around the whole okay. league. I think Canberra's shown that over the. I think Ricky's had a few poor well, Ricky runs. Has, Ricky has great relationships in the media too, which helps. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah that's that's one thing where I would say hindered Madge a little bit. Madge didn't have great relationships in the media, and he'd been like people had told him 
Madge, you need to have people in the media, but he, he just never, it never interested him. So when push came to shove and the pressure was on, yeah. he didn't have the amount of allies that a Ricky Stewart would have. Because Ricky's he would got have... allies everywhere, hmm. right? So Ricky gets, and he, he's in camera as well, which helps. Because Michael Maguire, let's face it, he's, he's won a comp more recently than Ricky yes. Stewart. Well, he'd, Madge didn't need allies in, in South Sydney because he, the results spoke for themselves. Yeah. And he went through a large p- chunk of his career where he just thought, well, I don't need anyone. We keep winning. I don't mm. need allies. Then he gets to the West Tigers and things turn. They don't win. And the pressure was enormous on Michael Maguire. And as you saw, there were – to be fair, it wasn't – to say it's just media that can influence. I, I know it has a big part in it. And you brought up Ricky Stewart. And, yes, he has allies in the media. I think there are – from what I've read from people, comments on social media, fans, they can see through that. They can see through when someone's being looked after or not. But it, I, I feel – Maybe Canberra has a, a large part to do with that. The fact that they are out of sight, out of mind, yeah. as Adam touched on there, they, they just don't have the cut through in Sydney. Therefore, the majority of people don't go them. But yeah, you're right. It, it does. If you have a vendetta against someone, I imagine they'll feel the heat. I'm not talking about Ricky's Rick, Rick a good different kettle. Ricky's <laughs> a bit of a different kettle of fish as well because he's, um, you know, he's part of the fabric of the community down there. Yeah. You know, it's be, for Ricky, it's beyond results, I reckon. Well, he brings well, sponsors into the club, doesn't yeah. he? And he's got a great relationship with Donny Ferner, the CEO, the best mates. You know, he does charitable work down there. He's just mm. part of Canberra, Ricky. Yeah. So I think that, in a way, the pressure's reduced on him and, and his coaching position because we see what he does and that he means more to that community than just being a footy coach. Yeah. I mean, a good, a good example would be how the Gold Coast have gone in recent years to when Brisbane were going a couple of years back and beyond, like the, the scrutiny on Brisbane was felt like tenfold to what it was on the Gold Coast. And that's purely down to supporter bases. Uh, when you do a story on so-and-so is under pressure, the amount of clicks that that gets as opposed to, and it's nothing to do with the headline or the content of the story. It's just people wanting to read that stuff yeah. as opposed to reading about the Gold Coast Titans on Struggle Street. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a fair point. I, I think the large part, a large part of that is the the amount of fans they have. Brisbane, like it, mm. it, you cannot compare to the Gold Coast Titans. I think the Gold Coast are probably the lowest in the NRL in terms of interest when it comes to clicks and whatnot. I, I think Brisbane high. Wait until Rabbits, Des gets going after a couple of games <laughs> Rabbits this year. High, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think Dogs pretty high. Parramatta Tigers are big Tigers. Club. Big yeah. club. Dragons. Dragons are a big club. Yeah, that's why I say Manly and Cronulla out of the Sydney clubs, I feel. And Penrith were in that category. Uh, Penrith in the last few years, they, what they've achieved speaks for itself. But also, to read his point a little bit earlier, like the amount of criticism that Penrith co- have copped over the last few years, you wouldn't have thought they had the success that they have had given the amount, and, and it's been largely, when well, I don't want to point fingers at News Corp, but it has come, a lot of it's come from News but Corp. But I will. But I will. No, but it's, it's true. They're, they're, and that's because they don't like the cut of their jib, right? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And, I've and, been and a it's very become a bit outspoken of a, supporter of Jerome Lewis and those guys. I didn't even say Jerome in general, oh, but okay. just Penrith. I, Penrith for a long time haven't had a close relationship with News Corp, which extend, extends back to the Phil Gould days. I remember that at the time, former chairman Dave O'Neill, who was, who's no longer at the Penrith Panthers, Part of it, when when Phil Gould left the club, they said, mate, in a way it's going to help us because he we just got attacked by association. Mm. And, well, Canterbury's cop, cops and a bit Canterbury's of that now. And that was some of the but advice I, to Cameron Seraldo is be careful what you're getting into there because you will be part of this attack just by association. But Gus brings some of that on himself. The way he carries on in the media, the way, he, you know, on your, sitting beside you on your show attacking you. You know, we like to stick up for our mates, don't we? So, you know, Gus brings a bit of that on himself. It's oh, not no. all, Keep doing it's, it, Gus. It's, it's not all the news thing. I would, I would argue it's not 
all a news limited vendetta. I think a lot of it he brings on himself with some of the things he says, some of the way he carries on, some of the way he carries on. I mean, other cl- clubs are uh, find it, mm. you know, irritating, and they'll happily ring you and say, "Mate, why is he allowed to get away with saying that when we can't?" Yeah, but I, I understand that point of view, and I and I wrote the story last year, Reedy, and I said to yeah. you that, and I and and I know it upset him because I wrote the story saying that there are clubs who have complained to the NRL yeah. about Phil Gould's commentary, which then re- resulted the NRL going to Canterbury and saying, "Can you pull this guy in the line?" I don't think it's going to make a difference whatsoever. But I think it made a little difference. You think I don't so? think he was as critical of the NRL as prior to that. So what's the di- then? But then you can look at the other way because he works for Channel Nine. He's going to get attacked. But then Braith and Asta, he's a player agent. He's got he's got an invested interest in the game. Then he goes and hosts NRL three sixty club though. No, I know. But I'm saying to you, there are conflicts of interest everywhere in yeah. the game. I mean, if one of Braith's players stuffs up large, mm. he's got to sit there on NRL three sixty and talk about the guy's personality. I think and he's done. Like, if you look the way Lach- that- Lachlan Ilias cop criticism yeah. last year, Braith spoke about Lachlan having. To get better, yeah. Yeah. it's a tricky, Embrace tricky defense. I mean, balance. Though. I think Braith. One of the things Braith does really well is he walks that line really well. Yeah. Yeah. And if he has to criticise a Munster or a Lachlan Ilias, he'll actually do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think he he does handle it well, but he's he's not going to escape that attention every no. time he spoke about Cameron Munster last year, which you you couldn't escape. Everyone's saying, oh, he's just driving up his value at a time when he was playing well. So he's not going to win that conversation. I just no. don't think there are there are so many conflicts in the game. That if you try and eradicate them from the sport, you're going to be left with a poorer product mm. off the field because mm. you're going to kick out Cooper Cronk from the game, Andrew Johns from the game, Brad Fittler from the game. Like all these guys, the experts, some of the greatest in our sport, Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, they all have vested interests. I don't think anyone's suggesting Gus should be kicked out the game, though. Who's yeah. to do? No one's saying that. No, no, that. I'm saying that to criticize someone for having a conflict of interest would be hypocritical given the amount of conflicts we have in our sport. But I would, I would, I would argue he's not being criticized for having a conflict of interest. What is being criticized for is that he's in a position where he's given more leniency than other people involved with football clubs. Is that because yeah. of his reputation? Are people scared of him? Yeah. Well, well, I think they are, aren't they? Don't they, you think? Yeah, I think there are. I don't I think, think the NRL want to go to car- war with it him. Took no. a lot of courage, I think, for Andrew to eventually go and see the club. I don't think he sat down with Gus, did he? From I think memory? he spoke to Aaron Morgan and John Kirby, the said, CEO and chair. You know, yeah. you, this bloke needs to pull his head in a bit. I think it took a lot of courage from Andrew because you know Gus is going to have the last last water <laughs> well, he, I mean, looking at it last year, remember when he put himself up for a press conference after one of the bad defeats? He's mm-hmm. he's happy to not even consider flying under the radar. He's ha- he's happy to take bullets for other people in that that footy club. And if he can do that through the media with his role, I mean, all power to him. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's anything wrong. There's vested there's conflicts of interest in every single sport yeah. you can look at. Yeah. So rugby league's no different. How did we get on to that? I don't know. We were talking about <laughs> Good, the clubs who are looked after or not looked after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we settled on Canberra as one of the things, but the ones with the most scrutiny are the, one, the big clubs who struggle in Sydney. Yeah. That's a that's a recipe for happiness as far as journos are concerned. Yeah. You lot, mm. clickbaits, boss coming in. Jeez, Jamie, your clicks on that one. My good time. Keep it up. <laughs> I don't know if that's oh, how he loves, it speak. No. he loves telling you about his numbers too. <laughs> no. Do you check your numbers? Not as much as News Corp do. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, how would you know, mate? Because you told me about them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> do you check your numbers? Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah, of course. What do you check more, your numbers or your... Does um, a footy player ambi- check his stats? <laughs> don't know. They'll say no. They'll say no, but they'll say Correct. Check their player ratings no, but the I, don't, I don't do it. Like, you're curious because it does sort of shape the way you think in terms of is this a story, is this not a story going forward? But the, the people who sit there and think we're going to constantly attack a club because they because it's 
this, you know, make things up or this assumption that we're going to try and beat things up because it's that particular club is nonsense. The clubs draw it. They, they actually, they bring it upon themselves. Mm. And I'm sorry. And and this, I'll keep going back to the West Tigers, but you can't make some of the stuff up that has happened over the years. No, it's pretty good. Eh? It's been brought upon themselves. <laughs> oh, you can. You can make it up, but you might need hallucinogens. <laughs> I'm not sure. But, and, what, and we're not supposed to report on it. And then yeah. people get actually critical. But I'd love nothing more than to see the Tigers have success. I'd love nothing yeah. more than see that club and Benji Marshall get back to playing finals football. But when the situation in front of you that's presented is a club under pressure, underperforming, making silly decisions, making mistakes off field all the time, what are you supposed to report about? Yeah, the exactly. fact they're going to visit charities and things? No, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you're underperforming. Yeah. And that becomes a storyline. It's just right. a bonus that it comes with clicks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bonus. Hey, guys, just before we take a little breather, any update into uh, who can get visas, who can't get visas for the US or what's going on here? Uh, yeah. Look well, at Reedy. Look at, the, <laughs> look at the look on Reedy's face because something's happened in the last seven days, hasn't it, Reedy? With me, you mean? Yes, you, with you. Well, I think I'm going. Yeah, you got the tick. Well done. Congratulations. Hello. Mate. Get the How good, out. you beauty. Get me over there. Can't wait. You're, you're going? I'm going. You're yes. going for a long time. How long are you going for? Going to follow South Sydney to San Diego. Then I'll head over to LA with the Roosters and Broncos. And trail interview. Try and get the trail. I'll try and get a lot of interviews, yeah. Ooh, try and do some things over there with, boy. with the You can hang out with Dave Riccio. He'll be over there. Yeah. Riccio's over there. Is Riccio going? Oh, great. Riccio's Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. I don't do alone time. Charlie's going as well. Charlie's going? So Charlie's I, going. As I pointed out um, If Charlie's Charlie, going, Charlie's going to take you to this great steak joint I went to <laughs> oh, here <laughs> years ago. Don't Put trust Reedy. No, I'm telling don't you. Don't trust Reedy with your nighttime itinerary. I made that mistake in Manchester. Charlie, guess what, mate? He'll give you the honour of paying too, so <laughs> congratulations. New York, New York, it's in Charlie. It's no, so good. I sent a photo yesterday to, to Charlie to say this is this will be me back in Sydney while you're you are in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> was, was Pablo Escobar, Escobar yeah. in Narcos sitting on the swing just staring <laughs> at like thin air yeah. basically. Right. No, but uh, in all seriousness, has, has there been any update? Because Kevin Rudd came out and basically said the mm. Consular General who's based in the West Coast, she'll deal with it. But if she can't deal with it, bad luck. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. Too bad. I, I wrote the story last week that the NRL and clubs were going to seek uh, advice and help from Joe Hockey and Kevin Rudd. Kevin Rudd's pretty much crapped all over it, hasn't he? <laughs> the NRL. Well, the Broncos had reached out to Kevin Rudd before the NRL yeah. had mentioned that they were going to go to him. So the fact they're going to him doesn't guarantee them anything. I think they'll be okay. Uh, I think there are a handful of players, the ones who have serious criminal history. They won't go, but they're, they're not the ones that you want to go anyway. Like There are some fringe first graders, from my understanding, that, that just won't go because of their history. Yep. Latrell Mitchell, Jack Wyden, I don't think that's a concern. They were no. cleared. You know, Matt Lodger won't be fit. So Matt Lodger won't, won't be, be fit. I don't, don't think Matt Lodger would have got in. No. Mm. Payne and Reese are the interesting ones, but mm. I'm sure they'll find a way to make it happen. Mm. God, God help the Broncos if those two aren't there. Yeah, no, they'll be right. There's plenty more games. I'm sure they'll sort season. it out, mate. They've still got a bit of time. Still if, got a, if you've been charged over in America, can you get back in? I don't know. Mm. I, don't I think Lodgy would have had difficulties. I don't think it's an easy process. What about anyway, John Sutton? Didn't he get done over there? Is he in the coaching oh, staff with Sounds? Yeah. I wonder if he's going to go back good over. Question, Mick. You like there's, that? A, there's a yarn there. Is there? Some clicks in Maybe we get Michael Carrionis to follow it up because he did the original story. He's back at work today. He can finish it off 10 years later. tomorrow. He did, yeah. Little breather, back in a sec. Jack Whiten, gents, unlike our friend here, Michael Chamis, he's a friend of uh, Michael Maguire. <laughs> Might be a backflip about his origin availability all of a sudden. It's a bit left field, this, wasn't it? Mm. I was surprised by it because, well, well, sort of surprised but sort of not because I think there were suggestions even last year that he might backflip on that decision mm. um, and he didn't in the end. But now obviously there's been a change of coach 
Um, the whispers were that his relationship with I was going to say, does it just confirm the, that he had the shits with Brad Fittler? Well, if he backflips, it probably hints at it, doesn't it? Mm. I think the memories of him sitting there as 18th man yeah. in a must-win game a couple of years ago probably still burn in yeah. his mind. It's a hard one. Like In hindsight, you say, yeah, you should have picked Jack White. But if you cast your mind back to that series, 2022, he played game one. They mm. lost. He was outstanding, by the way. He's probably New South Wales' best player in game one. Then he gets COVID, misses game two. They pick Stephen Crichton and Matt Burden in the centres. They win 44 to 12 or something. Yeah. How do you, like. If like, he was a Queenslander, Mick, he'd have played. I'm with him. Mm. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, Very unfortunate. Okay. They go and pick him, then they lose game three. Then what? You turn around and say, how do you change a winning team? You lost anyway. I know, in hindsight. <laughs> in hindsight. You had to but have if him. If he played in, the in that game and they lost, then you turn around and say, how did he change a winning team? Yeah. I agree. He should have been in the 17 somewhere. Mm. Does he crack the 17? Now, Is everyone fit? I, I don't even know. Like, if he's good enough. It's a good option to have. Well, I don't think he's in the – he's not a starting centre, right? Because you've got Latrell, Tommy. Gents. Gents. Crichton. Gents. Crichton. It's January. Oh, let's let him play some footy first. Yeah, no, that's okay. that, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I've actually got a rule. I don't know if you yeah. agree with me. And yeah. I get this This is a story because it's actual news. He's considering hmm. making himself available. I get that. But in terms of selections and all that, I have a ban. Hard and fast rules of not – even caring about it until daylight savings ends. That's I like that rule. When's that? End and in of, Queensland, that's at the end of March because okay. you people don't have it because you cows up North Queensland or whatever like that. It fades the curtains. It fades the curtains. Yeah. So what, you didn't read the story about Mitchell Moses wanting to play 5-8 for New South Wales alongside Nathan Cleary? I did not. Me either. You know the most interesting thing I've found about that, that Joe Swalee w- would be in the uh, extended squad. Was that right? Did I read that? I think they're saying that he's still an option even though he's yeah. leaving, yeah. Interesting. Is he in the team? I don't know. No. Anyway, we don't, well, it's, it's, it's a daylight savings three it's months. A daylight savings ready. Should we talk Queensland? Let though? them play. Kalen Reese. Let, let them, we go? Let the season start. Let the, no. They haven't even had a trial yet. Hmm. They probably haven't even seen a ball. Pick your team. Pick your team. Pick your team. My New South Wales team. Pick your team. Now, shut up, Jamie. Shut up. He's a Queenslander. They don't have daylight savings. Ah, dear. We don't know. Right. No, we play Origin matters all year round in Queensland. One bloke only care about it. Like yeah, when it's relevant. Out. We care about it all the time. That's, oh, yeah. that's why you don't get it. Anyway, that, but let's not that go That describes there. so well your pitiful way of <laughs> – no, just kidding, Queensland, love you. Uh, Bradman Best, who has a chance to continue as a New South Wales player, but that's him? not relevant. About that's him. not yeah. relevant right now, gentlemen. The fact is that he's staying in Newcastle. So um, that's great news it's for Newcastle. Though. I think no. it's been coming because I think his manager was out in the marketplace – trying to rustle up interest in him. Um, Tigers were the obvious one. I think Scott Fulton was driving out at the Tigers to try and get the Tigers to, to weigh in on Bradman Best. Obviously, Scott's gone now. Um, the Tigers, I don't think he was ever really on Benji's radar because the price tag was too high. So, mm. the Knights made him a really good offer. I think it's around seven fifty a year for three years. That's great for Bradman Best. How <laughs> – what would the feeling have been for his family and his agent watching that Origin game, watching him oh. tear it up with the knowledge – that open pastures could open up yeah. in terms of contracts and bang, timing is everything with stuff like that. So what do you reckon, Chami? Yeah, Good deal for who? Yeah, I think oh, – look, I think it's worked out but well for both parties. The fact that no one really came in for him, which meant the, the Knights didn't have to pay all that overs really to keep him. Do you think that's overs for him? Uh, I think it's fair. I think yeah, it's fair. Maybe slight. Like, to be fair, he had a good 10 games at the end of the year, played all, enormous in origin. But the start of the year, we weren't talking about Bradman Best in the way we are be now. Be careful. People get sensitive when you criticise Bradman Best. Why? Because I copped a lot of flack last year. For, Did you? Remember I questioned Brandy on NRL 360? Oh, that was good. Good TV. It caused a lot of drama. It caused yeah, yeah. a lot of drama. No, well, because, mate, I wrote the story that day that Matt Burton was going to be in the yeah. squad. Then they picked 
Are you good with Brandy now? Bradman best. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We spoke the next day on Origin Camp. He spoke the next day. We were on TikTok together, you know, smoothing things over. You were what? Brandy has a TikTok account. He does not. He does not. Yes, Brandy, During Origin only. During Origin. There's an Origin TikTok, daily TikTok thing. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Is it still going? Does. I don't know. Well, no, he's no longer in Origin. And Origin hasn't started yet. Well, he might have transferred it. He, he might still have an account going. Brandy's everyday yeah. life, and there he is, dancing on Colorado Beach and things like that. Didn't you know that? He did hey. it every day. He did a TikTok thing every day, I think. Oh, is that where all your stories were coming from? Yeah. <laughs> Please. What are the nights missing? Okay, so they got Bradman best. What then makes them a big, big chance for a top four finish? Well, I think they're a big, I think they're a big chance now. Yeah. Given the way if Kalen stays fit the entire year, I'll say what I've looked He's on social media all the time at the moment. Mm. He looks an amazing Nick. Oh. He looks ripped. Good for him. I think they missed the eight. Do you? Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Uh, look, on the, the basis of history, two to three teams miss the eight every year from, yeah. the, t- from the previous year. Yeah. Okay. I, I, agree. I okay, agree. Okay. So if, you t- if you're asking me right now which three teams missed the eight, who are your three that are missing? Canberra one? Yeah, probably, yeah. Canberra? Yes. Okay. Who else misses the eight? Warriors. Two? Ooh. One more. That's a ballsy call, isn't it? It is a big call. It's very ballsy. Uh, only more? two. Why can't you only have two? I'm giving you, I've asked for three. You're on three. Okay. <laughs> That's generally... Who else made the eight? Can you remind me? Okay. Are you having Penrith or Brisbane no, out of the eight? No, they both make it. Are you having Melbourne out of the eight? Nope. Who else did <laughs> Rooster snuck in. Rooster snuck Roosters, in. They'll be there again. Should be. That's four. That's seven. And the Knights. Yeah. Well, so, so the Knights missed the eight. No, I, I think the Knights will make it. He's saying the two are only two. I had to give you three. No, well, he I'm doesn't want to have three. three. Okay, fine. Actually, no, to. I brought three in, I think. I brought oh, in Manly, oh, the Dolphins, go. and South. Okay. So I Dolphins? Dropped, yeah. I, the, <laughs> I told you, stop. Give, this is not a show to give favours. Do favours for people. What do you mean? Have you seen their team? You're doing favours again. Have you seen who they sign? <laughs> I know. And who's the recruitment manager? Who? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is outrageous. Who's, the Dolphins who's in the eight. club I dropped out? Oh, Cronulla I dropped out. Oh, yeah. Cronulla. Yeah, they, yeah that, could, that could be fair. Do you think that could happen? Because after yeah, I, I did that, I thought that's be, a bit To be mad. fair, I'm going to backtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to backtrack. Oh, I think Cronulla are more chance of missing the eight than Newcastle. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. But I'm back glad to the someone's Dolphins. on the same page as me. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> They've signed the two best. They've had the two, arguably the two best off-season signings. They'll be far more Tommy. Tommy Flegler's a gun. He is a gun, hmm. Tommy Flegler. They got a good team, <laughs> and I think they. I think there's something else up the sleeve. Oh, you got. Oh, yeah, there it is. Hang on, there hang it on. is. Hey, there I'm it just is. Saying, I think there's more to come. They got a lot of money to spend. <laughs> just saying that you know, just be. Nah, Dolphins. I'm gonna have a bet with you right now. Dolphins don't make the eight. I, I'll have a bet with you. The Titans will finish higher than the Dolphins. Oh, what's the bet? Give me, give me Let's your go. cash. What are we doing? What are we betting? What are we betting? What's the bet? Titans and Des above Wayne and yes. hey, what's the, the Dolphins? All right, what, what do you want from me? What do you? Anything. Tell me. Anything. Hold on. Hang on. Have what we, can we bet? Uh, Why don't we just have a lunch? We'll have a lunch. Hey, Mr. Wong's. We can go oh, there with Woodsy's money. I don't, money Woodsy's I don't go that far out, mate. Come on, calm down. We'll go out west. That far out to the city. Okay. If I win, it's about 20 metres from yeah, where we're no, sitting no, no. Right I've got to head back west. I've got to head back west. Okay, if we win, you grappa. shout me. I said west. A bottle of Isn't grappa. Grappa west? Inner west is not west. Oh, Inner west is not west. You can't get there because of that freaking Rosedale interchange anyway. You're coming out to or something like that. I'm not going to Parramatta, man. I don't go that far on holidays. We're going. Now, why can't can't we go to Grappa? If you win, you can tell me where to go. If I win, I'll tell you where to go. I thought you meant a bottle of Grappa. No, we'll, we'll do that. Hold on, who's, who's, who's involved? Is Adam? No, no. No, he'll come to the lunch. You're going to shout for him as well, yes, but he's not involved in it. 
No, I'll pay my own way. I just want to watch someone no, no, play for involved. someone else. You're involved. Whoever, whoever wins, <laughs> they yeah. pay for the Come and on, Charlie <laughs> and Charlie. So four of us. But I'm afraid I'm not paying for wine. After he knifes you in two weeks' time when you're on the show. Such a shame. He could have walked his cat Remember this day, boys. January 29. So the bet is that the Titans will finish. You're saying the Titans will finish above the Dolphins. Yes. Maybe mm. the Tigers will finish higher than the Dolphins. There's a bit of drama. Isn't there a bit of drama with the Titans, Mick? Were you okay. chasing that story around last week? No, no. We're okay. gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay. You stick with your Dolphins, buddy. Okay. Right. Stop right here, you two. <laughs> Stop with this shit about little little like bits of burly off the back of the boat. <laughs> no, about because he's some gonna, of the Titans and some talking. of the Dolphins. What's happening? <laughs> he sh- he shouldn't be talking. He talks out of school when things aren't right. You can't be throwing it out there. Oh, someone was spreading a rumor. In the next, there's a bit of drama in the Titans, but it was wrong. Before, which we, is why we shouldn't talk about it. Okay. Well, no, no, we haven't said it. We just said there was a rumor. Yeah, people listening think something's happening to the Titans. They're going to see the rumors. We just and... told them it was wrong. Okay. Okay. I'm telling you it was wrong. If you're listening, in the, in the next seven that days, that rumor is wrong. The Dolphins going to have someone new I don't think on it's their that. books. I don't, know. I don't know whether it will happen. Okay. Yeah. Is it with a big name? I don't. I don't know the details of it. I just know there's still the wheels are in motion, Adam. Uh, the wheels are in motion. Just wait till he breaks it because he will. Does break he play it. at North Queensland? And was the former captain by? No, I don't think so. No, I think they're loaded in their forward pack. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I think they're looking for an edge back rower. Actually, I think they're in the Helam Lukey. Um, Stop saying I think. You're doing their recruitment. <laughs> what's his name? What's the What's the young kid's name? Back rower. That guy. I think they're in for him as well. Well, the yeah. latest of the Dolphins with Brent O'Sullivan. Um, Brent Reed. <laughs> so um, he tells me nothing because blokes like you keep saying I, I'm, I'm close to him, so he's scared to talk to me anymore. He won't even answer the phone. I'm uh, pretty sure you made it quite clear. Anyway, let's keep going. And Next finally, topic. did anyone did anyone pay $1,200 bucks to go and listen to Tom Brady speak? What? Yes. He, he skipped did, Sydney. He I went Melbourne, Brisbane. Did, was he any good? Do we know whether he was any good? It was last night. Last night, oh, was it? There was too much happening. No review. check. Yeah, so, the, down in Melbourne, center. Alex Volkanovsky was in the room. He, he sent him out, mm-hmm. caught a pass from him. Apparently, he threw a pass to Reese Walsh, Walsh yeah. as well. Yep, yeah. I could see Reese as a little running back. Yeah, he'd get absolutely Aye. smashed, but yes, yeah. Anyway, that would have been great. I imagine it would have been good to be at, but yeah, yeah. not, not sure. for 1200. No, you'd want an invite. No, not front that's, up. That's a fair few invoices, isn't it? That's a lot of grappa. You got another. You got. You got to save your money for something else at the end of the year. <laughs> anyway, good to see you. To end it out, most famous athlete you've met. Ooh, like hung out with. Like is my mate kind of guy. Oh, or hit up for a your chat? mate. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I'm asking you. Oh, like I was. I, I've been in the locker room twice with LeBron James. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Stood, stood there next to him and admired him. Uh, interviewed Kobe Bryant on the phone once. Sorry, you admired him. I love LeBron. Did he have pants on? Was he clothed? From my heat days. <laughs> Your heat <laughs> days? Yeah. Okay, yeah. was he clothed? <laughs> my Miami heat days. <laughs> okay. So, that w- was that in a working capacity? I'll tell you what, though. You yeah, it was also. Yeah. What were you going to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, no. Anyway, Anthony Davis came out. Of, anyway, we'll keep going. <laughs> we'll keep going. We'll keep going. So, like actually interviewed. As well, uh, I or just threw a oh, question. It was in. a press. It was a interview after a game against Golden State Warriors. I was over there for a bit of a study tour, let's call it. And uh, yeah, I stood from you know. You're on the great away. Jared Hayne. Uh, uh, that was trip awesome. too. Yeah. yeah, interviewed guys like Colin Kaepernick, and I did six, well, maybe eight weeks in America, following people around. I think um, went to NFL headquarters in in New York and got to go to the, those offices. Interviewed Kobe Bryant on the phone for something else. That's been pretty cool. Roger Federer mm-hmm. in a press conference. This nice. is pretty, yeah, it's as good as it gets, really. I'd go fed as in 
he's such a nice guy because he actually remembers you. If you go to a few Grand Slams, he actually remembers you. And I remember yeah. walking along with Wally Masur one day and he wouldn't know me from Barra Soap, obviously knows Wally with his history and he just stops for a chat. Hey, how you guys going? How was the trip over from Australia? And blah, blah, blah. New, straight <laughs> up. So there you go. that was pretty impressive. Man. I've got Shaquille O'Neal as well. So Oof. Oh, recently? The one when he came out to Australia? No, no, or? 20 years ago when he was still playing with the Lakers oh. and went over there. It was, it was after some trip over there and went into the locker room. Um, he did his... Over in the States, they're amazing. They, they do press conferences, like not press conferences, it's just open door policy before games. You yeah, can walk yeah. in because they play so much. Yeah. And then because they got to file stories before the game. And then after the game, you can go in and it's just anyone who wants to chat, chats. And Shaq did his thing and I missed, I missed the thing. As he's walking out, I said to him, mate, any chance of a chat? And he didn't pick up the accent straight away and he goes, no, man, I'm done. And just kept walking. I go, oh, we've come all the way from Australia, blah, blah, blah. And he stops, looks at me for, it felt like about 20 seconds. It was probably about five. He goes, <laughs> okay, mate, Nori's mate. Three questions. Yeah. So, yeah, so got wow. three questions. And that was cool. With, with Shaq, little one-on-one. <laughs> Can I give you two? I've got yeah. two. Can I give you a sportsman and a, a celebrity? Mm-hmm. So, so my sportsman's Usain Bolt because I was at the Rio Olympics. <laughs> this yep. is the greatest story of all time. I was at the Rio Olympics. So I went out to interview a guy. Uh, <laughs> they, they were at a training track outside Rio yeah. and Curtis Marshall, the Australian pole vaulter, was there. So I went out there to meet him and his coach. Anyway, I turned up and there's Usain Bolt mm-hmm. just warming up, practicing, doing a training <laughs> session, right? So I just stalked him for like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I re- he looked like he'd finished. So I went up to him and I said, uh, <laughs> hey, Usain, uh, I'm Brent. I'm from Australia. You love Australia. Any chance to go have a chat? And he went, that's not the way we do it, man. <laughs> we walked off. <laughs> That's the closest I got to you, Shane. You should have waited until he came to the Mariners. You would have been oh, easy access to it. You oh, chatted man. all the time when and, he was down there. And then there my time. celebrity one is, oh, we went to the Terence Crawford-Jeff Horn fight in Vegas. Yeah. Went with Jamie Panderham and I can't remember the other bloke. Was Panda, one of the, the great Panda. Men. Anyway, we, we went out. There was a VIP section out the back. We went out to get a beer. Marky Mark Wahlberg was there. Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So I said, Marky, Mark. I didn't say Marky Mark. So hey, Mark, any chance we get a photo? Yeah, come over, arms around, hug. Oh, Boom. Good. Marky Mark. Remember Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? No. no. Really. What he wasn't, Mark, he wasn't yeah. bored. So, I don't know. He's prancing around with his shirt off. I thought you were swearing when you were. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. You should listen to that stuff. Mark Wahlberg. You should listen to that stuff. He kicked you know on Mark a bit. Wahlberg, I'm too busy listening to footy talk on repeat. Do you know Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> Do you yeah, know I know Mark Wahlberg, okay. who, is, who he is. Yes. <laughs> a, I haven't heard of this Funky Bunch. Yeah, that was his start. Is that, was that was his first personal friend life. of mine. Yeah. <laughs> funky <laughs> Bunch. What is that? A band? That's a band. Marky Mark and oh, the Funky dear. Bunch. Can you play quick, some music? Yeah, we quickly look it up. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. No, we, I remember they had one great song. <laughs> Must have been. Charlie, are we still on? <laughs> <laughs> We've lost all our listeners oh, how anyway. Good is it? Look at this. Good uh, Vibrations. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I know that song. Is that Mark Wahlberg? You'll know. Yeah, listen. I know Good Vibrations. Isn't that the good guy's song? No. <laughs> you know, put, your, put your hat back you know, on that's, probably. Yes. that's Marky Mark Well done mate Great. Jamie that's us for this week I Thank you mate We just have to this unprofessionalism I know what you're going to be playing When you get home yeah. from dinner tonight All On your that. anniversary So a uh, <laughs> bit of good vibrations happening for you Good with luck any, son With any luck <laughs> <laughs> I hope the funky bunch are out for you tonight That was footy talk see you.